0: Welcome to the Combustion Chronicles podcast, where bold leaders combined with big ideas to create game-changing disruption. I'm Sean Nason, your host, for navigating the upside-down world of disruption. We're excited to depart from our usual programming for a few weeks to present a special mini-series based on my new book, Kiss Your Dragons, Radical Relationships, Bold Heartsets, and Changing the World. Throughout these mini episodes, I'm joined by my co-authors, Robin Glasgow and Michael Harper. Together, we'll be digging into the heartsets and mindsets featured in the book and getting real about our personal journeys that led us to launch all of this into the world. Like it or not, you've got some dragons in your life that need kissing. So pucker up and let's have some explosive conversations. On this episode, we're going to talk about why Michael and Rob and I wrote Kiss Your Dragons. I want to read a little bit, and then we'll dive into this. It says, Kiss Your Dragons, the title of this book is a metaphor, a credo, and a rallying cry we use to describe the unique, powerful, and equally crazy hard journey it is to commit to creating positive change, always, everywhere, with everyone, in both work and life. And I remember when we started this journey, <laughs> you know, we were in the middle of the pandemic. We'd been talking, really, we had struggled to write this book for what? A year and a half, almost two years. Yep. And we didn't know which direction to go. And then all of a sudden, the three of us were on the phone with the team and we started into this and, Kiss Your Dragons came to, to life. And you know, Robin, we've known each other for several years. You're my twin sister. <laughs> Robin, I would love for you to share with us why it was so important for us to collaborate on this book together and bring this to life.
1: Yeah. as. Um... Recovering healthcare executives, one of the things that got in the way, whether inside your organization or consulting with Fortune One to Fortune 1000 companies, there's a consistent theme. And it's this this notion of we cannot, we've done this way before, fear, you can name it. There are just things that get in the way of being able to make change, to make progress, and to get anything past incrementalism. And, uh, you know, Game of Thrones had this horrible ending. So I think all this was happening around the same time. And there was this fear of of a dragon. And we're like, well, let's just as we typically do, let's reframe that. Let's not look at this thing that usually we tend to, as employees or people who are working with um, organizations, we automatically put up this wall of this thing we must fear or this thing we cannot conquer. But given how we reroll, <laughs> let's flip it around and let's not fear it, this dragon, let's right. embrace it. And let's use the tools that we've had and we've developed over the years to teach that as a metaphor of not fearing your dragon, but embracing it and better yet puckering up. And why <laughs> do
2: we as a people so quickly jump towards a common enemy? Like, why is that so important to us that we've got to come together and call this
1: out as
2: as the problem?
1: I think just in, in general, when you are doing a group project in school, if you're mm-hmm. on a team, it, it, you have to find commonness. You have mm-hmm. to find similar. You have to find we're wearing the same jersey. You have to find that, and so it's just a natural thing of let's find a common enemy. Let's find something that we can Ride quickly agree. Yes, yes, quickly agree on, yes. and, and then we can move. Right.
0: Yeah, and I know we'll jump into this in another. Podcast around the swarm concept, but I do want to lean into because I remember we were on these conversations with the team, and I don't remember how, if it was you or I or which one, but we leaned into the the movie series, How to Train Your Dragon, mm-hmm. right? And the story of Toothless and <laughs> Hiccup, you know, this young man who had been taught his whole life. His journey, right? His whole life by his father, grandfather, society, to hate dragons and to kill them.
2: And to live in fear
0: of them. And to live in fear of them. And the day that he was faced with confronting that dragon, toothless, he couldn't do it. That's that change that we're talking about, right? And instead of killing that dragon, he leaned in and he trained that dragon. And and if you go through the three movies, if you haven't watched them all, but by the end of the third movie, he had radically, because he had leaned into that, changed society, Mm -hmm. changed a whole world that he knew, right? And they were using these dragons to work and to fly on, and they were part of society. And I really want to lean into that, you guys, with the three of us around this journey and, and why we leaned into that, because I think that is really important because each of us here have our own story of how we want to see mm-hmm. society changing, business changing, especially in the world we live in today. It's almost frightening to me mm-hmm. that the rest of the people in the world don't think like us. <laughs> <laughs> right? Michael, share a little bit why this was so important to you.
2: For me, the world did not need another business book. No. Right. And that was, I think, my angst at the beginning of all this is why do we need another book? Why why is this just an egotistical thought leadership launch? Another (laughs) business book by another person that no one's going to ever hear of? Or is there really something to this that might actually have an impact on the world? And I quickly got to... Yeah, there's, there's an impact here. Mm-hmm. There There is a possibility, and it comes back to this whole notion of training your dragon. And I even wonder if the folks who made that movie might even change the word train mm-hmm. at this point. Because it's not about—training infers that there's a power differential,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And this is not about power differential. This is about— Equality and sharing in that power dynamic and the radical relationships that we talk about. So it's about engaging with your dragons, engaging the things that are scariest, hardest, grossest, most scary thing that you could ever imagine. Right, right. And somehow engaging that in ways that you didn't think you could do by yourself.
1: Yeah. I love that. And I love that in terms of what you can imagine, because I am the best movie producer and director and star of my own movie. (laughs) And we often think in our head or we hear that folklore of that one employee of Yawn. (laughs) who, or of yesteryear, who, you know, didn't survive because they thought differently. And I just think of all the things we enjoy today that used to bring fear upon, you know, whether it's a flight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of fire, of, you know, someone who's of a different color that that now, because we shift a a mindset, Mm -hmm. that we are, we look at it different and we have advanced as a society as a result. And so being able to just literally Lean in, mm-hmm. embrace it, and shift your mindset can just open up so many different possibilities.
0: My question to you two, and I'll share a little bit is this journey worth it to lean in to kiss your dragon?
1: Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: like, so I would say yes, yeah. but again, understanding that there is a new way of having to do it, right? right? Like, right. This journey is not the typical journey. It's not. And and Michael, I so appreciate it. And you and I have had conversations about, we don't need another self-help book. We don't need another, here is the seven steps to go, (laughs) you know, to go be a great leader, right? This is not about that. This is, and for those of you that haven't read the book, it's a conversation, just like you're hearing here. It's just a conversation between Michael and Robin and I sharing where we were and where we are on this journey. And I know for me, this journey never ends. Yeah. Because when I think we've arrived, something
1: else comes up. So is it worth it? All day, every day, twice on Sundays. Because? Because I see the struggle. (laughs) I've lived the struggle. There's a lot of gray hair under here. And um, we get in our way, and we get in our way up here, more so than anything else. And being able to put these mindsets in practice, from our own experiences and then those what we work with others when they've been able to put it into practice, you just, you get light years beyond what you could have ever dreamed. So to me, as someone who enjoys watching that happen, I think 100% it is definitely worth it. Is it worth
0: it? Absolutely. Because? Because it'll make you a better person. <laughs> you such a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when I say that, I think we just lived, in, we live in such closed-mindedness yeah. in our society today. And we don't want to turn this into a political thing or a social justice thing, but it's because of our closed-mindedness in our world mm-hmm. today that we are where we are. And, and what I have learned from Toothless and Hiccup <laughs> is that when you embrace that, And even in fear, I wouldn't say that Hiccup leaned in and went, oh, this is going to be fun. And, you know, and I remember a part in the movie when he's in the arena and he's got to to kill the dragon. That was that moment when it flipped for society when he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't easy. He was afraid he was going to lose everything, his Mm -hmm. family. Right. And that's the part we have to be aware of. Would I still do it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What
2: about you? I would answer <laughs> yes <laughs> reluctantly. I felt that <laughs> that was the slowest that is, yes, that
1: is a reluctant-
2: <laughs> yes, and I think one of the spiritual gifts I bring to the table is that I'm always about five steps ahead on things, and I see the hard work, and I see the pain, and I see the the time that will be used up. I would rather work more efficiently and not have to do any of that. <laughs>
1: this is a moment of truth. It is. It's <laughs> fascinating because I also am five steps ahead and not thinking anything about that mm. at all. Well, That's the beauty
0: of our relationships, right? Because I'm five steps ahead, not thinking about anything <laughs> that you two are thinking about, right? Like, that's the beauty of what's happening on this journey, yeah. right? Is. Yeah. There is such a diversification of mm-hmm. thought, of, uh, of how we move. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes this relationship beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to finish with the Sioux legend that says, the hardest journey in life is from your head mm-hmm. to your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what this journey, and that's what Kiss Your Dragons is about. 100%. Awesome. Thanks, you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks so much for listening to this special presentation of the Combustion Chronicles, featuring the lessons and stories behind our new book, Kiss Your Dragons, Radical Relationships, Bold Heart Sets, and Changing the World, which is available now at Amazon. If you'd like to bring Kiss Your Dragons into your life or workplace, head to SeanNason.com where you can check out our resource kit for teens, a free book club discussion guide, and information about self-paced and in-person training. If you're ready to dive deeper with us, you can also learn more about our mastermind group and personal coaching. And don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, instagram and clubhouse so we can continue the conversation about radical relationships challenging the status quo and being the people the world needs us to be thanks for joining us now get out there and kiss some dragons